Hello and welcome to another edition of the For the Love of Beer podcast. I am Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend Mark Carly Johnson. Very good evening. We are on a quest to drink 100 different beers from 100 different countries in accordance with our beer bucket list that we're both working through and we're making pretty steady headway and today we're doing two beers that neither of us have tried before. Um, I wouldn't say they're obscure countries, um, however they've been tricky beers they're to get. really quite difficult to get hold of, yeah. Tricky beers. So, um, uh, in fact, before I get, we're coming from Mark's, uh, back in Mark's pub, we haven't been in here for a while. We've not we? been here for months, have we actually? Um, we've had a bit of a tough winter, it's been through some mouldy patches. It, it's um, looking a bit haunted. It's Yeah, it's full of damp and it's just... It's suffering a bit through the winter, isn't it? Um, we're recording this, what are we, end of January now. Mm. Um, it's not been used a lot over the winter. It's um, it's looking a bit battered. But it'll be all right. Give it a couple of months. We'll um, tidy everything up. Probably I'll end up taking everything out and I think start if, again, to be honest with you. If someone, you know when you get like pub restaurants and stuff and they get like the thingy out of five and they'd come round, you, you'd be in serious Trip trouble. Advisor you'd be, be in serious be trouble. Shit, wouldn't I? Yeah. I'd be arguing with whoever had left me the shit review <laughs> online. Um, you've been having a leg to stand on. Your, your dartboard literally looks like it's been sat in a pond. It does. Um, but um, I'll probably reopen in the, as I said, in the spring, under new management. Um, <laughs> refurbished. Yeah, refurbished. But I've just noticed we've got a couple of... Um, Lampshades in the corner that I bought off eBay. It's like a really sort of old Victorian style lampshade. Yeah. And it's got cobwebs hanging off it. Yeah. That was what I was aspiring for when I first bought it. That was the haunted look I was after. For just that one that one part of the pub, you've actually nailed the aesthetic. In that I think one I'm going to leave that cobweb there. Um, but I, thought you hate, I thought you hate spiders. I do. And I think I can see one. Right yeah, there actually. is one. It's a big one as well. It is a bastard of a spider. It might be dead though. Yeah. It's been there that long. Mm. Yeah, your wife won't be sitting in that corner anytime soon. No. And neither will I. Right. First beer. It comes from Canada. Yes. And it is <clears throat> Labatt Blue. Labatt's Blue? Yeah, Labatt Blue. Labatt's Blue. Now, this beer, um, <clears throat> we had to work, well, I say work hard. Someone else put in the hard work for us. But you, we could not get this beer <clears throat> for love nor money. It used to be really easy to get. From what I can remember, in Britain, years ago, it was advertised everywhere. Yeah, in the 90s, this beer was big. This beer was was a common staple of... It was on draft and everything, wasn't it? Yeah. Supermarkets, they sponsored Nottingham Forest through the 90s. <clears throat> Football shirt sponsor, so they were, they were a big deal. And then, for whatever reason, um, it's kind of lost all presence here. Still a big presence in Canada, obviously. Apparently so, yeah. But... Um, uh, and, and in terms of export, um, apart from pretty much the States, you don't really get it anywhere else. No. So how I acquired this was um, essentially my uh, stepmother-in-law, my stepmother-in-law's sister had a friend who was an air hostess for British Airways, who was on a long-haul <laughs> flight from New York, heard about our beer problem, managed to find um, two cans in a New York deli, um, supposedly, on our way back over to Britain, brown bagged them, fetched them back, and now here they are. Fantastic, mate. So I'm really impressed. Just wonderful. So without further ado, I think we'll crack it um, because it's, it's a it's an enormous can. Yeah, it's what we should say this beast. this is was it seven hundred and 
something mils, is it? 710 mils. It's fucking huge. It's massive. It's, it's I not, can't do it justice. It's not even a pint. It's beyond a pint. Yeah, we're drinking two cans tonight, interestingly, because usually um, there's at least one bottle involved somewhere, isn't there? Um, no, yeah, both cans. So it's a bit of... Uh, in fact, talk, talk us through the... Uh, the Talk can. us through the can. The can. Well, it's, it's quite plain, actually. It's, it's just blue. And on the side of it, it says Labatt Blue. Canadian Pilsner. Um, imported beer. Beer. Because obviously, um, they're French-speaking Canadians, aren't they? They're not all English-speaking. They're not. Um, so, But the good news is 4.7%. Which is your It's my sweet perfection spot. spot. Yeah, let's have a go. Now, um, I've just had a swig. Uh, it's refreshing, isn't it? It is, yeah. Now, it the one thing I would say about it, and I'm not necessarily at this point it's a criticism, but it doesn't leave that much of an aftertaste. Mm. It's very much straight down the straight down. A bit like a Foster's. Um, I'd say it's more pleasant than a Foster's. Well, but it, obviously everything is. But... Yeah, but this is like um, this feels like a it's, it's a straight down the hatch. Is this what Canadians drink as their like everyday beer? You know what I like about this as well, and you can use the the, the can, <clears throat> the top of the can. It's a standard ring pull, but the actual hole for the that's made from the can is larger than normal. Because if you compare to our other beer, which we'll name later, if I just put them side by side again, this is great radio. You'll see mm-hmm. on the other can noticeably smaller, so you can drink it faster, drink it faster and easier. Because it's, like it's going the, down, it's, it's like, like it's, thought it through. It's like it? I'm drinking it from a glass. It, it already feels lighter, and I've only had two sweets. Mm. Exactly. I wish we had beers in this size over here. I've never seen. Well, <laughs> funny you should mention this. But I'll come to this in a minute. But I've never seen a beer in a can this big over here. It just doesn't happen. No. Um, however, you have come round tonight with a one liter can of is it Danish beer? It's a Danish beer called Fax. It's an extracurricular one I, I got for you. As a gift, a one litre can, one litre proper what Viking beer. That, with that isn't it? Just yeah, yeah. Well, it's gonna have to go in Stein, a, a big. Yeah, we've yeah. got a couple of them as well. But anyway, um, that's that's for another day. So this is this is good. Um, I think this is good. It's all right. I mean, it's again, it's not. You know, other other beers that we we drank have kind of give you. Um, I think what was the one in our last episode, Lion from Sri Lanka? Yeah, where it had that kind of a bit of a twang at the end of it. It's not. This is more of a simple kind of. It's just your average beer, really, isn't it? Yeah, pretty mm. blue collar, I would mm. say. A working man's beer. It is a working man's beer. It's looking at the can. Well, like, it's no airs and graces. It's just. It's pretty plain. I like that. Well, it yeah. kind of has because obviously the the Labatt, Labatt um, logo is a, is a maple is a pretty stereotypical red maple leaf, and then you have this nice sort of detailing. Behind it, I think it looks it's simple, but it looks quite it's it's also quite elegant, yeah. I quite like it, it's all right. We've had this for months as well, haven't we? So it's nice to actually give it a go, yeah. I've been looking forward to this for art, it's been sat in my fridge for ages, yeah, it takes us a lot of space, yeah. And I, and I think annoying the wife, so it's um, <laughs> it's good to finally get it done. <coughs> so, Canada, yeah, tell me about Canada. I did um, I did a little bit of research, and when I say a little bit. I sat in the canteen at work for about ten minutes yesterday and Excellent. just and took some stuff. Yeah, right. Interesting, interesting thing about Canada. So obviously, there's the obvious that it's massive, isn't it? It is. It's so big, second biggest country in the world. Right. Huge. However, 
population. Is it Russia? Uh, probably. Um, however, Sorry, that was a fact too far. Then. <laughs> <laughs> population wise, um, it's only like forty odd million people. It's smaller than the UK, then. Yeah. So there's loads of space. It's basically most of the country is just taken up by national parks. And a lot of those parks are just bigger than entire countries. Huh. And they have 10%, I think something like 10% of the, um, of, the, of the world's forest is in Canada. I've got some more forest facts for you later on, actually. Oh, I look forward it's to that. It's a very foresty evening of beers, isn't I'll, it? I'll move on from forest, then. Yes. Um, most, more coastline than any other country in the world. Naturally, I and this you. this this just takes into the perspective the size. Canada has six time zones. Really, six time zones. Wow, mind blowing. <clears throat> That's how much ground it covers. That's huge. Yeah, that is huge. I've never been to Canada. Um, I'd love to go. Um, I don't really know what you go for. Um, but people it love it there, nice, don't they? Isn't it? You know, yeah. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of skiing, and it's a bit colder than America, but it seems to be that everyone's kind of. It's a bit nicer, a bit more tolerant, a bit more. Is it a bit like the New Zealand to Australia? It's the Canada to America situation. Yeah, maybe. Um, a lot of people want to move out there. I've got a friend that I used to work with that he was desperate to move out there. He's not anymore. He couldn't get the the visa. But mm. anyway, long story. My dad looked at it as well. I think. One point. I don't know why. What's the big fascination with Canada? I don't get it. They have Tim Hortons. Have you ever had Tim Hortons before? No. Do you like um, Krispy Kreme donuts? I could eat one. Yeah, right now. Tim Hortons. Well, I haven't got any. <laughs> Tim Hortons is basically the Canadian equivalent of Krispy Kreme. Is it really? Yeah, okay. And they have um, what they're famous for is um, you know uh, you have donuts like ring donuts. Do you ever wonder where the holes go? What they're not made as a ring. The mead, like yeah. pumps the holes. So imagine, them, yeah. So Tim Hortons wow. do something called Timbits, and Timbits are basically the uh, the round, the basically the hole of the donut. The hole that's come out is the Timbit. Right. Okay. I didn't know that. And you can get and and Tim Hortons have now come over here, so you can get a Tim Hortons. Um, Warrington have got one. I didn't know this. Uh, where else was I recently that had one? <clears throat> Rack my brain now. Oh, if I'd have known this, I'd have nipped into Warrington. Yeah, no, they, you they've got them in Warrington. For the pub. They've got them in Warrington. Okay. And they've got them somewhere else I've forgotten, local to here. Mm-hmm. If you're in the northwest, there's a few of them now. Yeah. I shall look out for them. I'll give yeah. it a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like the Polo hole, isn't it? They went through a stage of selling them at one point. Yes, but these are obviously a lot better because they're donuts. Mm. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, well worth a shout. Interesting. Yeah. So... Um, did you know that Canada invented Trivial Pursuit? That came from Canada. Did it? It did. I would imagine that would have been a, a British game, to be honest with nope. you. Nope. Canada Canadian. gave us that. Okay. Canadian. Lovely. So I was looking at things like, you know, Canadian inventions and stuff. The obvious one is the telephone. That's like their, that's their famous one. Is it? The no. telephone is their big one. Okay. I didn't know that either. Alexander Graham Bell. I didn't know he was Canadian. Mm. Hence the term, give us a bell, I suppose. I don't know. I made that up. That's probably where it came from, then. It must have done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the one that stood out to me was Trivial Pursuit. Mm. You wouldn't associate it... You'd think it was a, a, a British thing, wouldn't you? I would, yeah. Yeah, but it's not. I imagine it's a Canadian staple of... It's Canadian. Dining room etiquette. Yeah. 
You only get a triple shoot. No. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm not very good at any board games, to be honest with you. As, I would, you, as I would, you found out for yourself. Well, I was going to. I was going to segue from that into a game. Um, I know how, how how much you uh, love celebrities and how many celebrities that you know. So I was going to play a game or test you <laughs> with a game called. Uh, I don't have a jingle or any music lined up for it, but um, Canadian or American. Okay. Well, I'm going to name you a celebrity. Ooh. And you've got to tell me whether they were born in Canada or America. Right, okay. So bear with me while I just uh, bring the game up. I was thinking this afternoon, actually. Um, our new facts section, I think we need a name for it and possibly a jingle one too, but I think we need to think of a name for introducing it. Maybe. If this is going to become a staple of the, the podcast. Mm. Um, we shall see. Mm. We shall see. Right, okay. So, I'm going to give you ten celebrities. and See how many I get correct? Yeah. Come on, um, give it to I, me. I don't know if we'll involve a prize or anything, but we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Okay, <clears throat> number one, William Shatner. American. He's Canadian. Oh. Off to a bad start. Great. Seth Rogen. Canadian or American? American. He's Canadian. Oh. Matthew Perry, also known as Channel of Friends. Canadian. He's got, he's got or American. American then, surely. You gonna go for American? I'm going American. Is the right answer? Yes. Uh, Anna Paquin. Who's that? Um, actress. She was in. Uh, oh God. Stuff that I won't know. She was in. Uh, the old X Men films, I think. Just, just take a I'm guess. Going, I'm going American, surely. Canadian. Tom Cruise, Canadian or American? Definitely American. Is the right answer. Kim Cattrall. American, because that's they're out of Sex and the City, isn't it? Is the right answer. Uh, Kobe Smulders she was in um, act, okay she's an actress she was in that How I Met Your Mother did you ever watch that? no I don't really watch it either just take a guess Canadian is the right answer I'm going on Lord of Averages here so that one Michael J. Fox American Canadian mm-hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. American, definitely. Is the right answer. And your last one, Ryan Reynolds. I think he's Canadian. Is the right answer. So out of them, you got one, two. I can't remember how many you got out of there. We'll say seven out of ten. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't do too bad. Yeah, respectable. Yeah, I guessed a couple of them, but I got a few right. Well, thank you for playing. Um, Canadian or American um, you leave with um, well I have that one litre can of facts that I got you earlier we'll just call that your prize alright thanks the, the pre-prize yeah yeah thank you um, we've got yes so current thoughts it's alright I'm, I'm a bit gassy to be quite honest with you mm. um, there's a lot of it and I'm I'm probably nowhere near halfway down it yet to be honest thank you pardon um, it's gassy um, but you know why I think it's gassy though 
I don't think it's naturally the beer itself that's the problem. It's the fact that because of the the, the size rim. of the yeah, the, because of the rim, <laughs> I'm taking, I'm chugging down more than I normally would. Yeah, in one gulp. It's can. deceiving, isn't it? Because it's deceptive. It's, so it's, it's massive. It's sitting. But I, I'm I'm enjoying it. I mean, look, let's be straight. It's not the best beer we've had. It's not. It's not an elite. It's not fantastic. It's not it? an elite tier beer. However, it's enjoyable. If I had another few of them in the fridge, I wouldn't be. Oh God! Start from the butt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so gassy. Um, I, I would be perfectly fine with drinking the rest of them. Um, barbecue. Would you dish out a load of these? Um, yes, I would. Because I think it would be just the sort of everyday type beer that anyone who coming around to your house would They'd be happy say, to drink. Oh, I've never had that before. Well, this is like the Canadian Budweiser, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's In a, a, way. a name everyone's heard of. But I've never had it. I'll give that a go. Yeah. And they wouldn't think, oh, it's from Aldi and it's cheap. It's shit. It'll be a bit of a discussion. They'll know it. So yeah. I think this is probably one of the better beers to be given out that we've had. Yeah. Because people have heard of it. Yeah. But they can't get it. To be like, oh, the bats, that, that rings a bell. Yeah, be like, well, they won't know why. No, they won't know why. Um, but they've heard of it. And they'll say, do you remember Brian Roy in the 94-95 Nottingham Forest team? Well, there you go. Remember the pictures? <laughs> um, it's, own, it's brewed by AB InBev. Of course. Obviously, as everything is. Um, in the US, Labatt brand beers are sold under licence by Labatt USA. Um, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, evidently, it's no longer... Um, Centre Britain So it's a business sponsored Nottingham Forest FC from 1992 Interchanging with Shipstones Brewery Until 1997 uh, Shipstones Brewery are from Nottingham Which is quite a bit different from this Yeah I wonder um, if they're still going Never heard of them No they're not Closed in 91 So I don't know How they interchanged with Labatt's from 1992 They travelled is that forward is in time Wikipedia bullshit to sponsor read, probably um, it's just, just filled in by some twat in his bedroom isn't yeah, it yeah yeah um, hey here's a question for you <clears throat> yeah so uh, you know how with a, with bi- with beers that we always sort of say you know we give beers the barbecue test yeah would you serve at your barbecue yeah what about f- going the other way so um, I've been eating a lot of Frere Rocher since Christmas, because it's the sort of thing you eat around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the old Frere Rocher adverts with the ambassador's reception? Yes. Oh, ambassador, this Frere Rocher, you're spoiling us. <laughs> um, do you, would you would you serve this beer at the ambassador's reception? I don't think I don't think I would. No, it's um... Stiegel, for example, is the ultimate ambassador's reception. I could beer. put that in front of anyone. Whereas this, it's got a bit of a Budweiser air to it. It's it's a it's a like I say it's a working man's beer. It's got a car. It's not obviously not as bad as Carlin, but for what Carlin apparently is to us, mm. I'd say this is what is to Canadian. I can easily imagine drinking this in a in a smoky sort of Canadian bar, which they probably don't smoke in bars anymore over there, do they? Anyway? No, no, obviously. But you know, sort of, you can hear sort of the clang of pool balls in the background. <clears throat> yeah. Neon signs. You know, people wearing lumberjack shirts, or, being very polite to each other, or out on the mountain skiing. Drinking the drink this there. 
Maybe. I've got a friend that I used to work, another friend that I used to work with more years ago, who goes out there every few months um, as a ski instructor. And really? he's out there at the moment. I shall post this on Facebook later on and see what his thoughts are. Yeah. See if I can get some get insider some... information on it. I'd maybe bring a few more back. I'd have this again. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. I'd have some more of that. Um, thinking about it, I think I'd lined him up to bring us some back if we'd failed on this attempt. And he's out there now. He's only just gone. So that would have been the next. Yeah. What I like about this beer is it's not, it's not hard work. It's all right, isn't it? It's a session beer. It's yeah, it's a, it's a very drinkable session beer. It just so happens that obviously the can we're drinking it is ginormous. Yes, you wouldn't eat many of them for a session because it'd take you forever to drink it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, another question for you. Go on. Very topical as well. Yeah. Which is handy now because we're pretty much at a point now where we're recording. Good. Another burp. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, where we're now pretty much able to keep up with current affairs because we're recording this podcast and we're going to be releasing it like two days later. Yeah, we're on top of things now, aren't we? Would Prince Harry drink this beer? Since this is going to be his Ooh. new home, isn't it? Now, that's an interesting thought. Oh. Yes. Um, yes, I think he would. I think he would. Because he'd drink anything. He's one of the guys. Would he give it to his dad when he comes out to visit? Yeah. Reckon Although he's, I think Charles is obviously more of a real ale man. Do you reckon? Yeah. Pint of bitter. Yeah. Um, yeah, Harry would drink anything, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, you could imagine it. <clears throat> interestingly, yeah, Labatt Blue is a... Well, it says it's a 5... Wikipedia's full of shit. 5% pale lager. This is 4.7. It's 4.7, yeah. Um, there are 341 ml of beer in a, um, in a bottle of Labatt Blue. Um, 355 ml in a standard can. But other volumes are available in specific regions of the country. So wherever this came from. This came from New York. Oh, New York. Yeah. Right. This came from New York. Right. Interesting. I know. So it's not from Canada. You did tell me that. I do apologise. Well, it was made. It was made there. Yeah, yeah. But it's not. But but this is this is this is obvious. Well, if this is true that it's saying that it's only in specific regions of the country that it's sold in different um, sizes. But this is America all over, isn't it? Super. Everything's just supersized. Everything's massive. Yeah. People are massive. The food's massive. The drink's massive. Yeah. This sums America up to a T, really. Everything is massive. Yeah. Um, Blue, Labatt Blue, the company's flagship brand, entered a number of international beer ratings competitions and has always performed notably well. It received a Gold Quality Award in 2003. Um, Interesting. Um, they do an ice beer as well. That's one I seem to remember quite a lot. Labatt's ice. Yeah. Um, that made it over here, didn't it? It did. Yeah. That's um, there's loads of writing about that. Um, I'm not particularly. Cause ice is one that you get over here still, don't you? Or you used to anyway. Or maybe you don't anymore. Cause. Yeah, they used to do an ice cause. I don't know if they've kind of merged that with their the fact that it's cold. I, I think they've just lent into the fact that it's really cold. Mm. On their on cause light, and that's just kind of like maybe the, the Rockies, yeah. Which I don't mind actually. I quite like a cause light. It's not bad, is it? It's a, um, it's a again. It's like this. It's a good basic beer. It's, it's cause Canadian. Well, Molson cause is yeah, but I don't know if cause itself is because they say it's the Rockies, isn't it? Which is Colorado, which is America. Hmm. But Molson is Canadian. 
Yes, it is brewed in America. So when you so the part of the difficulty for us was trying to get this beer. So when you're going on sites like Beers of Europe, Beerwolf and places like Interestingly, that. Interestingly, Beers of Europe have stopped it in the past because it is on their site. Yeah, but but now when you're looking for Canadian beers um, in, within the UK that you're trying to buy online, the batch doesn't feature. It's no. um, it's Molson. Um, which maybe I'll try at some point. Um, but yeah, it seems like that for whatever reason, the bats just have lost their presence over here. Maybe I don't know whether that's because of ownership or whatever, or, or whether maybe at some point it was brewed over here. Cause sometimes that's the case, isn't it? Possibly. They'll they'll have an arrangement. Maybe that's why they alternated with. Maybe I don't know. Whatever that brewery was. Yeah, you never know. Uh, mm, do I have much else to say about this beer? Really? Not really. I mean, it's all right, isn't it? It's, I've, I've enjoyed it I think it's I mean it's not it's not blown me away no however um, I found it pleasant I've enjoyed it it's nice just a nice clean taste it's, it's not it's not giving you much of an aftertaste it's not necessarily packed with character you would say mm. or those kind of intangible things sometimes about beer but it's very much a straight down the hatch you know nice just a clean simple taste as it is kind of it's all the four point seven percent beers. Yeah, it's not up there, but it's not. I can drink it. That's I mean, what I mean. I it's like if, it. if you had, if if you know, if if you were at, if you were in a pub and you were just drinking a few pints with your mates, this stuff's great. It's a great beer for that. Um, it, it's not a. It's not necessarily a beer that you'd kind of you'd savor. No, it's kind of one. It's I'd say it's a really good session beer. I would say it's a really good type of one that you would pound down three or four of them, five of them or whatever. Um, Yeah, great barbecue beer. Not so much for the ambassador. It's probably, you know. It's more your brutality. Yeah. Should we rate it? Yes. We're going to go fingers? Let's do fingers. Right. Be curious to see where where we end up with this. Right. Okay. You ready? Three, two, one. Uh, oh, okay, gone I've gone seven. Straight down the middle. So we're just going to call it six point five. That's quite a fair rating, actually. Six point five. Yeah, um, I probably won't go as far as a seven. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed it. I think, I think the. I mean, I, I may be being slightly generous to it because I kind of feel like, um, I, I feel like it is one I would, I would happily go back to. Um, if yeah, the opportunity I mean, presented itself. Yeah. Which for a, for a six and a half mm. beer, you would make a big song and dance. That's why we gave it a seven. I can do rock paper scissors if you want. If you want to go all in, I don't think I want to gamble on it ending up a six because I think a six is harsh. Right. Okay. So I'll just take the six. We half. split it. Six point five. I'll, I think that's fair. I'll accept the six and a half. Right. Um, right. So that was Labatt's from Canada. We'll be back very shortly with our second beer. That was Swedish for welcome back to the Thrill of a Beer podcast. Obviously, obviously not. That was a bad impression of the Swedish chef. Um, promise no more from this point on. Uh, so, uh, as as indicated by obviously the the start of that, we're going next to Sweden. Mm. And a beer called Prips Blue. So again, sticking with blue. This is exciting. We've had this for months. 
So, um, Mark, you took the lead on getting this one. I sourced the bats from Canada. You sourced this one. Tell us a bit about how this came about. Certainly did. This, um, again, we're, we're relatively close to Sweden, aren't we? So you think this should really be quite easy to get hold of. Um, but it wasn't. Um, I bought it from totally sweet Swedish.com, which is a Swedish grocery store in London. Uh, £2.20 per can. It's, um, what is it, 500ml is it? 500ml can. Yes, 500ml can. 3.5%. 3.5%. It's a really low. weak beer. Um, interestingly, it's brewed by Carlsberg. Hmm. Um, it was independent up until when they um, bought them out like a few years ago, obviously. But it's a really nice looking can. It's got a, a boat on the front. Do you think they don't want it here because it maybe muscles in mm. on... Other their their main Scandinavian beer, which is obviously Carlsberg, which is their like. That's a good point. It's also weak, isn't it? Carlsberg's stronger than that. It is. It's about four percent, I think, isn't it? I think it depends it's... on which one because you export and you've got the new Pilsner one, haven't you? Mm. Um, it's a beautiful can, but it's generally known as a weak beer, isn't it? So maybe that's yeah you know, the problem. But I suppose it's not very marketable. But it's a it's a beautiful can. Lovely. It's very very beautiful. Very classic Swedish colours represented. Is. Lovely sailboat. It's like it's kept to its um, um, traditions, doesn't it? Um, I mean, got you've a got a little men on, well, a man and an anchor with like a diamond around it at the bottom. But also, have you noticed we've got a unicorn on one side? Oh yes, that is looking quite aggressive. Yeah, and then on the other side, sort of to the left-hand side of this sailboat, <clears throat> is a lion with a sword. Slay the uh, so it's yeah, so it looks as though from this there's like um, you know, it's like this lion has this sword and is particularly angry with this unicorn down and around about something. I'm presuming this is from before unicorns were trendy as well, yeah, standing either side of like a marina where this sailboat is coming in to kind of dock, yeah, and they're giving it you know to each other, like you know. It's got at the bottom it says anno 1828, which I'm guessing is not when this beer was founded. Yeah. Um, yeah. 1828. Yeah. What the beer? Yeah. Wow, it's got to be the oldest beer we've had then. But obviously not literally. Um, uh, yeah, you know it might be. You know, but, uh, well, actually no, I don't think it is. We had the Vines oldest beer in the world, didn't we? Vines the Vines from the world's yes. oldest brewery. So that that would have. That I think would have beaten this. This is a really old beer, though. Eighteen twenty-eight. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this thing open. We're gonna crack on. We got another can. Um, obviously, as I just mentioned, two blue cans. Two blue cans. Yeah. Two blue beers. Blue by name. Yeah. Um, well, this one being a weak one. So let's give it a go. So we're Prips Blue. So we're in Sweden. Blah. If you're going by the what it says on the can. Yeah. I mean, I say it's genuinely Swedish, isn't it? This. Well, I said this was a really difficult one to get. Um, I just happened to stumble across it on this um, this London groceries website. Um, what do we know about Sweden? IKEA. IKEA is the main thing, yeah. Yeah, that's and, the first uh, thing that comes to me. Ulrika, ka 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 ka. Good shout. And thought of it. Mm. I was thinking about Zlatan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Zlatan, who I don't really like personally. Um, also, we're neglecting Abba. Yes. Um, Do you like ABBA? No. 
Neither. No. Um, they've been on the radio quite a lot recently, and I'll just turn it off because I don't really like them. I think all. I think part of the problem for me is that I find Mamma Mia, the, the, that musical and the films that kind of spawned from it, so yeah. irritating that it clouds any judgment of the actual music. I had a good friend who's... I don't like music anyway. No, but I, I, had, um, I used to work with a guy um, called Martin, who's no longer with us, RIP Martin, um, who was uh, played guitar and, and played in the band and liked to play music as a, like a side hobby. Yeah. And he used to tell me that, um, you know, because I used to like slag off Ab or whatever, and he would just say, look, he said, it might sound naff or whatever, but he said, honestly, as a musician, it's so fucking hard to play. Really? Yeah. It's really, it's, it's, it's not until you actually um, analyse it and, and try and play it that you realise how complicated and how well structured it is. So as pop music, he says, songcraft goes and whatever, you couldn't get much better. Not fashionable, but it was it was oh. light years ahead, more sophisticated than anything else. And really well, well, well. you've got to be a good musician to be able to play That's the one that's going to be in at the moment. Yeah. And it's probably gonna be all night as well. Yeah. Um my, my, if I had to say one ABBA song that I would probably isn't too bad, it's probably SOS. I don't mind. SOS is alright. I think seventies music is. I I quite like eighties music, but seventies is just a little bit of a step too far for me. It's a totally different era. Depends on what you depends on what you're listening to, though. Mm. The pop music was naff in the seventies. It was shit, yeah. But then you had Bowie in the seventies. He was great. Mm. No, I'm not a fan of him either. You know. Um, but I mean, it's a different time it's not my kettle of fish really Fair not my cup of tea um, so I'm not a fan of ABBA but nevertheless they are a famous Swedish es- export yeah as is Pritch Blue what is your first um, first thoughts on it can I be honest go on uh, I took the first sip and it was almost as if I was still drinking Labatt's right okay does that make sense as in they taste the same or very similar had loads of Labatt's no 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 as in it, as in it, again, it's it's very similar characteristics. Copies of each other, yeah. Isn't it? It's just a very clean, simple taste. It's not, um, I mean, you can feel, you can feel where it's a lower percentage. So you, you can yeah, feel that. Yeah, it doesn't that. taste as strong, does it? So you can definitely feel like it doesn't have the same um, punch. Yeah, I agree. But in terms of its aftertaste, or the, in terms of how it goes down, it's very, very similar. It's all right, isn't it? It's got a nicer can. Yeah, it's pleasant. The only thing I would say is I, I, you know, it doesn't. It has a bit less going on than Labatt's did, and even then, Labatt's didn't have a lot going on. Yeah, this probably has less so. They're both bland, but it's but it's not unpleasant. No, I mean I could drink it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does this have a look of an Aldi beer about it? This is my latest thing, by the way, in case you haven't noticed. I think it does actually. If you were to buy a load of them. Like some, given to your like, mates. like some fella in a marketing office in Crawley has yeah. had to come up with a design for a fake foreign beer for Aldi. Yeah, you put a boat, a yeah. unicorn, and a lion. But normally, though, the only thing I would say maybe why it doesn't to me is that normally what they do when these fellas, or women or whoever, design these sort of fake <clears throat> foreign beers is they normally try and copy a font or do something that subliminally makes you think of another beer a proper foreign beer that you drink. Oh, yeah, and they don't hide it. Like, for example, Kronbacher. Yeah. Real German beer. Rheinbacher. 
fake Aldi gem in there. Mm. Now, I didn't know that, did I, until the other day? No. I was really quite annoyed at that. I wondered why the Rhinebacker was... I, I was drinking, I think, this tastes a bit shit. But I'm going to drink it anyway. Mm. And it wasn't until... Um, one of my mates texted me actually, and I said I was you know, drinking blah blah blah, and he said it. We well, said it was a little beer actually, but anyway, it's, it's Aldi. I was like, it all kind of made sense straight away then. Mm. Why it was so shit? It's because it's from Aldi. It's brewed cheap and nasty. It was it was awful. But this is not an Aldi beer. This is a nice beer. Yeah, and it looks um, like it's won some awards. It's got a couple of little stamp things on the bottom of the can. Yeah. European um, uh, Albrecht. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. No, they're not awards, they're just like... No, it's just a man it's the bloke in the anchor, sorry, you were yeah. talking about earlier. Um, but it's a top signature... Has he got a comb-over? Is he prip? Johan Albrecht's prip. 1795 to 1865. That's old man prip. Old man prip. And he's got a proper Bobby Charlton. He has, yeah. That's harsh. So, if you're being immortalised... ...on something, you want to... Look your best, don't you? Yeah, they want like you, the they want you to. Coin. Yeah, they want you to kind of. <clears throat> you know, he's in side profile. Yeah, a bit like the Queen on a coin. God, another burp. Sorry. And uh, you would you would want to be kind of maybe get him a bit younger when he had a bit more hair, maybe. Yeah. Or I don't know, stick a wig on him or something. It's not a good look. Um, right, Sweden facts. Go so we've it. done Ikea, we've done um, Abbey, we've done all that. I'm waiting on a whopping forest fact, because yes. I know you've been, you've been well, keeping up your sleeve. Did you know two-thirds of Sweden's land area is covered by forest? Two-thirds. Two-thirds. Two-thirds of the Swedish land is covered by forest. Too much more oxygen than they know how to deal with. Well, it says here that most people are probably aware that Sweden has a lot of forest. Well, I didn't. I didn't really know much about Sweden. I'm quite ignorant. I just thought it was cold, it's snowy. It's just Sweden, isn't it? You know, what more do you need to know about it? Flat pack. Been I've been to Sweden. No, I'd like to go though. I'd like to go to Sc- just Scandinavia in general. I'd like to go on a Scandinavian holiday. Well, we went to um, only on a day trip actually. We went to Copenhagen. That's and then Denmark. There's a, then there's a train that All takes right. us from <laughs> Copenhagen through this most amazing bridge. It's, well, it's, oh, you go over the bridge, and then literally halfway between Denmark and Sweden, the bridge literally. And I'm not joking, goes into the sea, yeah. into a tunnel. Wow. Halfway through the sea. It's, yeah. It's phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, we went to a, a Malmo for right. a day trip. Really good. Hmm. Um, wasn't a lot there. It was a nice place. It was tidy, clean, very clean, very quiet. Very nice place for a city. Stockholm looks nice. Yeah. I mean, what's there? Ikea, I'd imagine. I don't know, it's probably more to it than that. Meatballs, they're Swedish. Meatballs. Yes, um, meatballs and, and forests are Swedish. Meatballs. And the uh, and I like the, the sauce, you know the Ikea, the, you get meatball the, meatballs, sauce. the meatball sauce, Gladsass. Yes. However they pronounce it. Yeah. You can buy that in packets, like you a pound of gravy type that. thing, yeah. But then you have to put loads of cream with it. You do, but it's... It's nice, though. It tastes great. It is nice. Now, I've got a really good fact for you. Go on. North Korea. Yeah. That's a 2.7 billion SEK, which must be the Swedish currency, Yeah, uh, debt to Sweden. Why? Because um, in 1974, uh, North Korea bought a thousand Volvo cars from Sweden. Wow. Um, Kim Tu Sung, or Kim Il Sung, 
promised to pay, but has not been paid yet. <laughs> uh, is that the money? Uh, yeah, he promised to pay. He's not paid. Um, so some 40 years later, the Swedish government is still sending invoices to North Korea to get their 2.7 billion sec back. Kim Kim uh, Kim Jong Un's there with his with his height slager like he's just paying like stick it on my fucking tab. Yeah, he's <laughs> paying like a pound a month off. Isn't he? <laughs> Kim Jong Un is now proper taking the piss. Um, Sweden is the fifth biggest country in Europe in terms of area. Um, now this is an amazing fact. You're gonna like this one. What better than that last one? Just, um, that last one was amazing. A bit of trivia. Yeah, I can maybe build it up a little bit. Oh god. There are between 300,000 and 400,000 moose roaming freely in the woods. 400,000 moose. Mooses, mice, mouses. Is, is there a plural for mooses? Meese? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say mice, but anyway. Mooses. Just said 400,000 moose roaming freely in the woods. There's a moose loose about this house. That? That's quite a lot of them. That wine gum advert. The boot in uh, Sweden. Yeah. Um, I do remember that actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, Swedish passport is amongst the world best passports. It's boring. Um, They've got a royal family, haven't they? I think they have. Yeah. That's yeah. not on my facts list. I think they have. But I will come to it in a minute. I wonder if they're just if they're. Royal family is just as batshit crazy as ours at the moment. Probably, yeah. Or like moving out to France or something. Yeah. It's a bit uh, mental, isn't it? How like one like one sort of fairly ordinary sort of head screwed on prince marries a woman of a different colour and it's crazy. Apart from his um, And then and then one prince is a Nazi. One Oh yeah, yeah, there was that, yeah. And you've got one prince who's possibly a nonce. <laughs> but that's fine that's getting swept under the carpet at the that, moment isn't that's it apparently, yes. that's fine yes. nothing to that's, see here nothing to see here it's very yeah. cool just to say uh, I'm not saying Prince Andrew is a nonce he's just an alleged nonce well I watched Loose Women today at the gym <laughs> it was on subtitles um, and um, who's the Geordie woman on it with the blonde hair used to be in Benidorm they're married to Tim Healy but she's not called Healy. Oh! He's been Coronation Street. Denise Welsh? That's the one. She was pretty borderline calling him a nonce on national television. Mm. Um, which I thought was a bit too far. I mean, we're all thinking it, don't get me wrong. But she was going out there for it, you know. I think you've got to let let justice take its course. Yeah, and she wasn't. But that's, that's Loose Women for you. That is. For our continental listeners, Loose Women is basically a programme with loose women on it just talking utter shit a bit like our podcast but they're on national television did you, you want to know something um, well not very interesting but something that might surprise you go on I was present for the first ever live recording of Loose Women oh dreadful who was on it uh, it was um, uh, so the women on the panel there was a Nolan uh, she's still on it now isn't she Jane McDonald right um, struggling for the other ones. McGiffin, Carol McGiffin, she one of them, I think. But anyway, the 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 um they because it was the first one and it was done live, and we had to go to Norwich. Um, it was when I was a media student, 
Right. The idea was oh, we we're going to this, this live recording. So um, the idea was it was kind of to get an experience through it, to see examples of live television production and whatever. And we were going to be in the audience. So we get there. Um, we're told things like not to wear um, any sort of clothing. It's going to give you like a floating head or anything with like a big brand on it or anything like that. And then um, and then we sat there. We didn't know anything about the program other than it was just this new show called Loose Women. And it was a live recording, so um, you know, obviously we it was we were told to kind of clap. We're supposed to clap, and otherwise, just yeah, shut the fuck up. Um, and basically, yeah, it's sort of um, it was basically for borderline um, menopausal women. Um, That's basically all that program is talking about just shit, and then and then they had um, uh, then they had a guest. They said they had a guest. We didn't know who that guest was. And it was like, um, okay, put your hands together for, and it was John McCurick. Yeah, the horse <laughs> racing guy. So John McCurick comes in, and he's wearing all the gear. The, the Just imagine... Is he John still Mc- alive? No, he he's dead. He's he died dead. recently. I was say, he didn't lock it last time. Or is he? I don't know. If he's not dead yet, he must be very close to it. He's been he looked looking dead state. for a while, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he's just the typical gear, the, the what's it, Deerstalker hat. The glasses with the little chain going down. For any foreign listeners, um, John McCurick was a um, like a horse racing um, pundit. He was kind of like the the big face of like horse racing in this yeah, country for like on telly. Look at that picture. Yeah, he looks the right state. Um, wow. Anyway, this was him kind of in his pomp, I would say. And uh, so he comes down, and then and then for whatever reason, um, we just get told to boo him. Just because he's a basically bloke. Yeah, I think the idea was it was kind of like you'd have sort of 15, 20 minutes of like women chat, and then a bloke would come down, they'd get booed, and then they'd basically just get a hard time from these women for a, for a bit. You know, it was kind of it's basically the the format they still follow now, really. Well, I think they were going for kind of like female empowerment and relatable issues and stuff, and I think it just came across as kind of a bit. It's just bollocks, isn't it? A bit I can't whiny. Stand the program. Did you see them? Um, the Twitter yesterday about um, banning chats of football in the workplace. Yeah. yeah. And now, when I saw Loose Women today, that embodied the whole lot for me. It's like, I've worked in many offices, and no one has ever complained about football talk. But not only that, you might see in my office where I work, where I sit next to someone, and she's a huge Man City fan. She's fucking brilliant at fancy football. She could tell you any player in the Premier League and whatever, and we'll get involved in any conversation of football and, and whatever. So, when we talk about football in our office, we don't talk about it in any way that's a masculine way or a male exclusive way, because we have, you know, the woman, you know, couple couple of seats down, the Man United fan, so that there's a Wolves fan, whatever. She knows more about it. So everyone, so everyone, male and female, contributes to football talk. There's people that either don't like football or they like football, regardless of gender. So I, I don't like this idea that they have to kind of say that this sports chat is a male thing, because it's that's, for me that's backwards thinking. I agree. To say that we need to ban yeah, topics of conversation because men are more likely to discuss them, shit. based on no real scientific yeah. evidence other than people that don't like football exactly don't like, may not like that sort of chat in an office saying. And some of them might happen to be women, but I've, yeah, don't get me to that. 
Like I think some, certain things, political correctness is good for some things. Um, but that. but sometimes people create stuff. I think for the sake of causing a stir. So that Sweden can that can just fuck off. Was the first country in the world to ban smacking in 1979? As in smacking of children or smacking, yeah, smacking of, of children? Yeah. My bitch up. Smack the kids up. <laughs> 1979. So do you think? Smack my bitch up by the prodigy would have been banned out there as well. Uh, no, because that's smacking bitches, isn't it? Not not kids. So smack, smacking bitches is fine. Smacking kids, kids not is, fine. Is not fine in Sweden. That's not good. Okay. One of the highest VAT rates in the world at twenty five percent. That's why the beer's so expensive. It is, but now this is uh, the thing that confused me when I looked at it today. Along with Croatia, Norway, Denmark, um, and only Bhutan, Burma, and Djibouti. Djibouti. Them. As well as, now this one surprised me, Hungary have higher VAT. Now, I've been to Hungary, and the beer there... It was dead cheap. It was 50p a can for Borsoli that mm. we've drunk. Um, everything was cheap in, in Budapest. Um, so it doesn't make sense that they got a really high VAT rate. So how cheap must everything be for it to be expensive on the bat anyway? Bizarre. Um, now, here's an interesting one. Go on. Highest number of McDonald's restaurants in Europe per capita. Really? Yep. Do you think yeah. they do meatballs at McDonald's over there? They should do, shouldn't they? In that creamy sauce. Mm. Or is that just a that is that creamy sauce a Ikea thing? They I doubt it is. They don't. But what they do do there is a triple cheeseburger. Wow. We had them when we went there. We went McDonald's in Malmo, triple cheeseburger, bosh. Nice. Yes. Um, then there's some stuff about donations, oh, that's a bit boring. Uh, they're so good at recycling that they even import other countries' waste. They import waste from the likes of Norway. And I'm sure they import it from here as well, as I've seen it on on the daytime television, which I've watched. Don't we, like, didn't we like send ours to China and then China just basically stuck it in the landfill anyway? Yeah, <laughs> So we weren't actually... So when we were recycling stuff, basically we thought we were saving the planet, and then basically what happens after that point is, yeah, is pretty shit. In the scene, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so, um, one more fact for you: um, gay relationships have been legalised in Sweden since 1944. Wow, way ahead of the curve. Aren't they just? Sweden is the place to be. Bollocks to moving to Canada and New Zealand and all that. Moved to Sweden. So it's glad to be. you brought up that because today at work it's happened today. So um, one of the so I work in um, in product buying, and uh, basically um, we'd got in some sample stock for a range of um, Pride flags. So I think the idea is going to be that we're going to because obviously you've got Pride events stuff all over the country throughout the year. The idea was going to be to do like a promotion on these Pride flags around a certain time. I don't know when. So basically, you know, sell because a lot of these are like high street shops. So you know, you're in. So basically, they're going to jump on the bandwagon. Quid Pride flag off you go join the Pride or whatever. Wave, you know, easy easy money made. So anyway, this sample comes through, and it's like a Pride. Uh, so you had like a flag and they also had was like a pride cape so it's something that you'd like wear okay. so kind of say rather than carry a flag you kind of wear it so it's kind of easier so you've got the the um, the way it's sort of made 
you have obviously the red color, the rainbow colors like you'd find on a, on a pride flag as normal. And then in order to wear it, rather than like a tie round, it's got a hood. So basically, you'd you'd wear it by putting the hood, up, the, having a, a bit on your head, right. rather than tying it say round your neck like you would with say a regular flag. Right. <laughs> They've gone horribly wrong. Um, and this is the finished product. Was they basically put um, a white pointy hood at the top <laughs> of this? So when you wear it, basically, you just basically like a gay white supremacist because it's like a proper Ku Klux Klan like pyramid top like oh my pointed God. pointed um, oh honestly oh someone God. tried it on at work and it was like take a picture of it it was like shit don't cause don't post it on anything because obviously you become an internet meme wow. straight away horrendous horrendous and it was like they got in touch with them to say because you know look we, we like some of the range but the, the capes we think the capes are a problem um, can you change the can you change the hood? Is there any way you can either take the hood off or a different you, colour of did hood? Did you talk something to the sort of Kubrick clan, or did you? Just I don't think it was that? mentioned. I think I think it was we skirted around it out of being nice, and they were like, um, "No, that's 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 we bought them all in. They've already bought them. So oh this supplier, this supplier has basically bought this job lot oh of, um, basically, Ku Klux Klan pride capes oh from China, and now they've just sat with a warehouse full of them and. No one to sell them to because no one's going to buy them. They ain't going to sell anywhere. Shocking. So I'm glad you brought that up. Nothing to do with beer, obviously, but. But. Hardly any of our conversation is, to be honest, on this no, podcast. Good on Sweden, though. But, I like Sweden. I've yeah. got a lot of time for Sweden. Yeah, a lot of respect to Sweden. Um, They've given us a lot. Even things even things that we don't necessarily like, like ABBA, have brought joy to the world. And IKEA. I don't like IKEA. Yeah. But I still go. Or uh, oh, tell you what, another think of the other Swedish. What's the other Swedish music app that springs to your mind? Go on, Ace of Base. Are they Swedish? They're Swedish. They were like the ABBA of the nineties. They were, yeah. I quite like Ace of Base. Yeah. All that she wants. Oh, she wants yeah. is another baby. That's a good shout. And what was the other one they did? Life is a flower. That's life is a flower, yeah. and there was the sign. I saw the sign. Oh, what a tune that is! Yeah, that ladybird just crawling across yeah. the bar right here. That was um, this is really crude and offensive, but I remember <laughs> yeah, on like you know back in your days, like on the playground and stuff when you're at school, how you'd like you'd have like you'd tell like really like bad jokes and swear and tell you that song. I remember that. I remember that song being sung a different way, <laughs> and I remember it going. If I remember rightly. It was something like, uh, I saw your mum, she opened up her legs, I gave her one, uh, something like, it was outstanding, finished her off on the landing, so I, uh, I mean, bear in mind, we were nine years old. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, it might have just been my school. I was going to say, maybe that was a southern thing. It might have been a southern that, thing, but that was, in my school, that was, yeah, it was, it was I don't know, we just, that sort of stuff used to happen all the time. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me, but I, you know. I think we should rate the beer. I think yeah, we should. I think we should we, wrap we, up. We're droning on a bit, but we've got a lot to say about Sweden. Yeah, good things. Probably more good things about the country, maybe than the beer. Yeah, if we're being honest. Yeah, um, you're it's gonna flick that lady. Kind beer. of an average. Oh, well, I don't want to hurt it. <laughs> I've got. I've got. I feel like off. you're waiting to flick it. Whoa. Well, I was kind of like, are you going to get back? Are you going to get back on the bar now, and it's just going to hang around in my hand. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm here. Thanks. Um, I quite like this beer. It's weak, um, but I feel that if I was Swedish. It could be a session beer. 
because you could drink loads of these at a barbecue if you were sweet. No, at a Swedish barbecue, and you probably wouldn't even feel it because it's uh, weak. Yeah, it? it's not making the barbecue over the bats for me, um, and it's also not really? getting to the ambassador's reception. Really? Ooh. Yes. However, I don't dislike it. Oh, he's gone. A little bit. Oh no, it's on the thumb. Um, yeah, I don't dislike it. But um, taste to it. but I have I have similar th- some similar thoughts and feelings um, to it that I that I did to Labatt's, yet um, not as strong. Should we rate it? Are you going to do fingers? Well, I'm just well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna because obviously I'm the way I've kind of talked about it. I'm going to give it a six. Well, I'd like to give it a seven. So <laughs> six now is fair because for me, there's not a lot that separates it from Labatt's. And yet we've basically wow. flipped our ratings. Yeah, I slightly prefer this. To I prefer the bats. So I, I think we've done so I think, fairly well. Tonight. I think six and a half is fair. Yeah. I think that maybe six and a half for both beers maybe feels slightly harsh because we've enjoyed them both. However, um, we enjoy them kind of for their simplicity rather than their quality. Should yeah. we say? I mean, they're not amazing, are they? They're not. However, they're drinkable, and there's worse experiences we've had on this journey. Yeah, definitely. Okay, right, six and a half then. So yeah. it is. Uh, right, uh, Mark, tell people about the socials. Right, so uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Ladybird's coming to me now. Um, at FTLOB Pod. Don't forget to follow us on all. Yeah. And um, we've had a good, a good couple of, re- of uh, reviews on the App Store, by Have the way. we? Yes, um, from one of my friends. Oh. Um, but I promised to give him a shout out. Did you? So, oh, hello, Greg. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Greg. Thanks for following. He's listened to every one of our podcasts, you know. Has he? He has, every single one of them. Um, so hello Greg thanks for listening keep going it's going to get better we promise <laughs> um, so uh, yeah keep following us um, uh, yeah and, and more reviews actually as well because um, uh, we're such amateurs when it comes to this it turns out that the more um, Apple the more five star reviews you get on Apple the more people can see your podcast yeah. more people will search for us and find us to listen to us which is actually what we want so when I listen to people saying you know, on podcasts oh please please review our podcast and I'm like oh for fuck's sake come on actually there's a reason why they do that definitely um, so um, yeah please please rate and review our podcast and say nice things about it and um, email us as well actually because we do have an email it's yeah, we do. for the love of beer at gmail.com it is all one word um, to send us an email with feedback um, or if you've got any questions um, if you're like us and you're trying to work through these beers or getting hold of beers need help and advice or have some tips for us um, then we'd love to hear it um, Birds walking in a circle around the outside of my beer mat literally there's a circle Camden Town Brewery beer mat she's having a great she's time literally walking in a circle um, so on that note I do apologise I'm not talking shit now but <laughs> It's just amused me. Thanks again <laughs> for listening. Um, it's, I think it's probably been a long one. Yeah, two point um, five beers. Prips blue. Labatt's both blue. Blue. I did say that earlier on. Have you only just noticed but, that? But they were. I know we said about them being blue cans. I didn't realise they were both blue named. But, well, yeah, I said that ages ago. Sorry. <sighs> I must have been researching at the time. You must have been. Um, right. Again, thanks for listening, and you will hear from us soon with a new episode yeah. next week. Yeah, hopefully. Don't know what the beers will be, but. Could be anything. We'll come up with something. See you later. Thanks again. Bye-bye.